This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. start to finish, and I believe God has started some things, and won't he finish it? Amen. I, um, boy, brother, I, uh, you know, I'm not going to drag all our private conversation uh, out here, but <clears throat> I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see the passion about the offering. I don't think he's listening to me. Are you listening to me? I said, I'm glad to see the passion about the offering. I believe God is trying to say something, and uh, I don't believe we ought to cut him off while he's still trying to speak. Maybe, maybe this will work out. You stay uh, on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, <clears throat> there's a reason why uh, they bring you bread and biscuits and all that kind of stuff uh, when you go out to eat. Uh, and if you're not careful, you'll fill up on all of the preliminaries. <laughs> but I believe God has already ordered for us today and that we're completely and totally in order. It's always in order to obey the Holy Spirit. And so I thank all of you for your sensitivity. Thank you for responding to him. Because it's about him, really, isn't it, guys? I mean, <clears throat> I guess it's not that. It might be me. Well, it's like telling a little hound dog not to move. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to get all this worked out. I want to, uh, I wonder, are there any expectors in the house today? Now, I'm sure, I know that there probably are some inspectors. The wait and see, you know, the fruit inspectors. But I'm convinced of this. Listen, we're at a place where if you wait for fruit, you're going to wait too late. And the reason being that by faith, we need to see it in the seed. What God is doing. You know, uh, if you've ever seen a seed packet, the promise is there's a picture on the front of the fruit that will come. <clears throat> but inside uh, the package, there is the seed. And they probably don't look anything like one another. Amen. 
And you know, God is asking us to believe and receive the ones that he has sent. Now that goes for pastor and people. That goes for uh, people on the inside today, people on the outside. You know, he has called us together and he has sent us just what we need. But he sends it to us in the seed. And it is a new thing. And it is a choice to go through the process. Because remember, seed has to be processed. It has to get planted. Everybody say, get planted. It has to grow. And we're going to expect the greater harvest. The greater glory. You know, Sandra and I were talking on the way down here. And it's very simple. Very, very simple for us. I believe that we're in this thing called the the latter house the latter days and God promised that the latter house the glory of the latter house would be greater than the glory of the former house now why is that well in Haggai he said why it was he goes I'm with you it's very simple for Santa and I that we, we, we're you know we've been through all of the uh, and I'm going to help somebody here. You know, if you're still, if it's still just about the position, you need to keep following the Lord. See, because for us, it's about His person. It's about His person and His presence. And don't worry about it. He'll bring His power. When we understand that we tend to look at the outward appearance and we judge often inaccurately because God looks at the heart. Aren't you glad that he sees prodigals right now and he's looking at their heart? Not at their condition or their position. God sees the seed of what can be. I'm so glad of that. The seed... Is it demands expectation. Seed creates expectation. So we're going to bring an expectation to this seed, which is a new thing, this together thing. And together, all of us are sent. You and I, we're all sent to this city. We're sent to the uttermost parts of the earth. We're sent as seed, and that seed is God's kingdom come, and His will be done seed in this field of possibility and this field of wonderful greater glory opportunity are you with me today well that was weak i'll take how many of you said amen go ahead and stand up right now i just need to count noses the rest of you i promise i'll walk in the forgiveness of god i won't hold it against you praise the lord well i can see right now we're going to have problems because uh you didn't even participate with that. How many of you said amen? Stand up. Well, there we go. Amen. All right. I, you know, I'll take that 30-fold. We'll work on the 60. We're going to get to 100-fold before it's all said and done. You're going to find out around, you know, men saying we want, we're doers. We don't just hear. We do. Amen. We're participants. And my worship may not look like yours, you know, but I mean, you know, even when I'm going like this, it's like, praise the Lord. 
You know, a worship doesn't have to look the same for everybody. But I'll tell you, it's the same to God when it's from the heart. Are you hearing? Amen. And we came to worship God, didn't we? Because worshipers make the best witnesses. I said worshipers make the best witnesses. Amen. Let's go over to Exodus, the 12th chapter. We started here the first week uh, um, that we were uh, here. Let's, let's do this, guys. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and give me that handheld? Because I'm not sure. There we go. And you can turn this up. <clears throat> we're we're going to get a new one of these. Because here's the problem. Okay. You know. Uh, I hold the mic like this. I turn my head over there. I can be soft spoken. I can holler. And so they are going to be very challenged with that. But you know. It's possible. We're, we're just going to get uh, uh, a different one of these. Amen that uh, won't sound like, you know, uh, the dog scratching at the back door every time. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I'm going to loose me and let me go. Amen. <laughs> Somebody come get this little old thing right here. Brother, we're on live television. Well, you know, uh, that's all right. Just go ahead and take the coat. What are you laughing at? I mean, you know, when God consecrated Aaron and them, you know, the boys had to, uh, you know, three, four naked men in the tent of meeting, give them a bath before they put the clothes on them. Read your Bible. You ought to be glad it's just my coat. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that got your attention, didn't it? Oh, David danced himself right out of his own regalia. Are you listening? Because he was bringing up the king of kings. He was dancing before the Lord of lords. I mean, he said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm on this thing. He already knows it. It ain't about me. It's about him who's behind of me. Glory be to God. Well, I'll wear that jacket another time. Oh. Exodus, the 12th chapter. Have we got time? Do we have some time here? Well, we've only got so much time, preacher. Well, I believe God has a word for us. And you know, when you get the word, you get the word on it. When God speaks his word to us, oh, we've got the victory then. Now, why would that be? Because he said it. And won't he do it? He's author in faith that he intends to develop. Stay with it. You know, I got this old cow I'm praying for, and the Lord, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Lord, uh, you know, as I waited on him, I heard the word of the Lord. The Lord gave me the word. And when I, when I, when I got the word, I spoke the word, but then I said, I got the victory now. I've got the victory. Why? Now, I'm just going to stay with it. I'm not going to be moved by what I see. I got the seed. It's in good ground. And it's going to produce for me. If I wait for the fruit, I'll wait too late. See, I've got to see it in the seed. 
I'm talking to somebody. Maybe I don't. I'm not sure who I came for here today. Maybe for you. Poke your neighbor and said, I believe he really does have something for you today. Exodus, the 12th chapter. I want to uh, quote out the Amplified Bible. I'm going to be working with the Voice Bible as well. But the Amplified Bible, the 40th through the 42nd verse. And this was a, a, a little... Uh, a little uh, background here is that uh, this was the night. Everybody see the, the night. It was the night that children of Israel uh, were in Egypt and they were they had been there for 430 years. It says now the time the Israelites dwelt in Egypt was 430 years. At the end, everybody say there is an end. The God who starts something will be the same God who finishes it if we'll stay in faith, if we'll believe him. At the end of the 430 years, even that very day, you know God's not a day late or a day short. To do what he's going to do. All the hosts of the Lord went out of Egypt. It was a night of watching. The title of our message today is going to be From Midnight to Daylight. It was a night of watching unto the Lord. And to be much observed for bringing them out of Egypt, this same night of watching unto the Lord is to be observed by all the Israelites throughout their generations. So this could apply to us today because sometimes what was will be again. I believe the watch word for 2023, the word of the Lord is watch what I do. The Lord said, watch what I do. Now, for our understanding and the context of chapter 12, God was speaking and he was instructing uh, Moses and Aaron. And Moses is a type of the word. So the word is for what? First, for instruction. The Bible says that these are pictures from the scriptures. I'm going to add a little my, my uh, translation in there. But Paul wrote and said they were, they were recorded for us. These pictures in the family album were recorded for us so that we would see how God works. We would understand God's will and God's way of working because he is the same God. Are you listening? The God who was, the God who is, and the God who is to come. We're benefited because we have the written word of God. And God can turn to the same scenario, the same case uh, scenario and and take from what he did then and now i don't know if we understand the prophetic time that we are in god is about to speak to the one who are you listening has the people of god under his thumb I mean prodigals, I mean, you know, uh, the was, the is, the wannabes, all of that. God is about to speak, are you listening, to the demonic forces that have the captives held, have the prisoners bound, have them under bondage, and this is a pattern for us, are you listening? you got to see it in the seed now, you cannot. Wait until the fruit of it, honey. 
I mean, it'll be too late if we hesitate. We need to get up in this thing with God. God is about to take the world through a thing that the world has been through before. He's about to say, you let my people go. And it's not going to be by himself. You're going to stand up in your family and your street and your community. And you're going to say, thus says the God of Israel Almighty, you let the people of God go that they might come out and worship me. Hallelujah. It's more than just a story from history. It's a reality that we're entering into right now. And we need to understand that we're in that very same day, one that's called today. God was speaking and he was instructing Moses the word is for our instruction. And God was moving in their midst. They were in Egypt. And God was moving in the midst of a people that were in bondage in Egypt. Oh, if we only understood and could take by faith and don't take it back and erase it with your own words. I'll tell you, God is at work. God is speaking. God is moving in the darkest places of the world. God is moving in the deepest dungeons of the world. God is moving in the deepest darkness of the world. The Holy Ghost can go get them. You can't run so far from God. You know, anybody knows somebody far from God right now? Oh, come on now. Even if you don't know nobody, when you drive in here, put your hand out the window and say, God, I thank you every household, every household, every household, every street, every nook, every cranny, every closet that you're at work. You're speaking in this neighborhood, God. Let's start in Jerusalem. Amen. And what was God was doing? He said this. He started speaking to Israel. He spoke through Moses. And remember, we talked about this. He said, now listen. <clears throat> Here's what I want you to do. He said, I want you to get ready. I don't want you to pretend that you're going to pack three days from now. I don't want you to... I won't want you to put this off to someday. I'm a God of right now, right here, today. And he said, here's the thing. I want you to put your hat on. I want you to get your walking stick in your hand. I want you to, and we're going to look at some other things. He said, because I'm going to go through at midnight. Everybody say at midnight. Oh, hallelujah. I love, uh, you know, uh, even for us at midnight, see. I mean, it can be one way at midnight and one second past midnight. It can be headed in a whole different direction. I mean, just hold on one more second. Are you hearing? Well, he said he was going to judge the gods of Egypt. And every judgment, the ten judgments that came down, were specific and exacting and dealing with these different gods that remember... That Egypt held as deities, what they weren't, they were false gods. They were demonic entities. They were, de they, they were deceived. And the children of Israel had been brought up in this. Are you hearing? The law hadn't been there. There was no sacrifice. There wasn't all of this stuff. That came later after they came out. They were under this. They believed this way too. And God was 
dealing with the gods of Egypt. The blood, the frogs, the livestock, the darkness, the lice and flies, the boils, all of, uh, uh, all of that was specific to the gods or multiple gods that they held. The hail, the locusts, the darkness. What was God saying? You can't stop me. I'm God. You're not. I'm going to judge you. I'm going to rip your I'm going to rip your face off and knock you down and you ain't getting back up again. Does God do that? Yeah, remember Dagon, he knocked him over. Are you hearing? <laughs> broke off his head, broke off his hand, broke off his feet. You shall have no other gods before me. Amen. Can God make the devil bow? Oh, yes, he can. Can you make the devil bow? I mean the smallest little child that can say in the name of Jesus, the devil goes Amen. Well, you know, nine times. You need to understand this. 430 years there, you know, uh, have been waiting. Have, have you ever, you know, it just seems like the last yard is hard, ain't it? It's always dark. It seems just before dawn. You know. I mean, you, you've been planning the trip and all this kind of stuff. You get to the airport, and boy, you just hoping they don't say over the loudspeaker, you know. You're hoping the boarding, they're calling for your row with your seat, but oh, you don't want to hear you've been delayed. Hmm? So I, I want you to understand this. So nine times, nine times, nine times, you know, Moses comes back to the land of Goshen. And nine times they got a, they got a, they're waiting and they're watching and they're weary in the waiting. Sometimes we're just weary in the waiting. And it wasn't a weariness that, as we talked about, that sleep or vacation or, they hadn't had a vacation. They're slaves. You know, sometimes the closer it gets to the moment, how many of you are with me today? See, see, we're 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 traveling towards a moment. God moves in moments of eternity, according to His purpose and plan. So, weary in the waiting four hundred and thirty years, a lifetime for everyone that's there. Everyone alive on that day, it was a lifetime they'd been waiting. And they have nine no's. Nine no ways from Pharaoh, who was purportedly to called himself, and, and the Egyptian held him as a god. Hmm? Nine not yet's from Moses not because of Moses not because God wasn't working have you ever had a few not not yet have you ever had some no's in life and you knew God was working well let's Let's take another look in the book, shall we, back here in Exodus. Remember, God was speaking. He was instructing. He was, God was moving, and God was working. 
And he told them this to get ready. They're down to the tenth judgment. And God said, get ready. And he told them, here's how. And he told them, go get a lamb. Called it a Passover lamb. He instituted. And he didn't just tell them to get a lamb. He told them to slaughter that lamb, roast that lamb, eat that lamb. And he said, but take the blood of that lamb and paint it over the top of your doorpost and paint it on the sides. He said, and when I see the blood, how many of you know God sees the blood of the lamb when it's applied? Aren't you glad? Now, they had to take all this by faith. This had never been done before. This was the first time for everyone. Read the book. Up until now, this is the first time for everyone. And he said this to the day, 430 years, this will be a day. Verse number 14. Verse 40, he said, to the day. Verse 14, this will be a day. Verse 17, he said, this day. Everybody say, this day. Aren't you glad that there comes a moment where God moves it from someday to a day, and he moves it from a day to this day, and he calls it today. Verse 21, Moses called all the elders together, and he gave them instructions. Let's look at verse uh, 21. Then Moses called after he given them Uh, after Moses had received instructions from God, he called the elders. Do I have any elders in the house? I heard some kind of a whine or whimper out there. Any grown-up folks in the house? Oh, get your religious stuff off. You're still looking for a position, aren't you? Are you grown up? Is that proper English? How many of you believe that you're walking in a whole lot more than when you first started? you got some experience underneath your belt. The Lord has done a few things in your life. You know God. He called the elders together, the mature people. He call, am I talking to anybody out there today? He called the folks that were grown up enough to handle this thing. Isn't that right? He said, now listen... He said, I want you to go. And he gave them the, the instructions that, they, uh, that God had given him. And he told them in verse 23, he said, The eternal will pass through the land during the night and bring death to the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood markings across the tops of your doorposts, your doorways and down your two doorposts, he will pass over your houses and not allow his messenger of death to enter into your houses and strike you down. You, and now, now God just doesn't talk in terms of the generation that he's talking to. God is a generational God, all the way to a thousand generations. So he's not just going to, what he's saying to you today is not just for you today. It's for your children and your children's children and your children. I like the way that God does things. He says this now. He said, you and all your descendants. Everybody say, all my descendants. You know, we have natural children, but I thank God for Isaiah 54. He said, sing, O barren woman. Rejoice, because you're going to have more spiritual children than the one that had natural children. That's for this house. Are you listening? Increase is on the way. 
God's going to, so I need somebody to say, you know, I know you want to retire. I know you just, I done, I finally got them gone. I don't want anymore. Honey, there's generations that need what you know they need to Are you listening? We're not going to try to control the fire. We're just going to keep it within a, 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 you know, keep it from burning the whole place down. But we're going we're gonna to believe God for some children, some youth, some young folk. I mean, still got the energy. Still got the stuff. Are you listening? You got the wisdom, but they got the energy. They're going to have the zeal. You're going to have the wisdom. Old men are going to. I wish I had somebody in this house. I mean, I just, I, you know, I know I'm in the right place. Am I with the right folk? That's the question. See, but I'm going to see you in the seed. It isn't about, it's about what we leave behind now. You only. You that are mature, you only got a limited time left. You better make good use of it, honey. You better be believing for the right thing. Quit believing for the what. You've been, God been good to you. You don't need to pray about the what no more. You need to pray about the who. Who am I going to give this to? Who am I going to pray for? Who am I going to see raised up by the Lord to set the world on fire? Who am I still here for? He said, you and all your descendants are obligated to keep these instructions for all time. Even after you arrive in the land, the eternal has promised you. The land flowing with milk and honey. I'm telling you, the Lord's been good to you, hasn't he? Anybody in this house, the Lord's been good to you. You ought to stand up right now and shout. Say, God, you've been good to me. You have kept your promises. Now, he said, when you, he said, he has promised you the land flowing money. He said, but you must keep these instructions and perform this ritual. Because when your children ask you, oh, there's a generation, there are generations that are asking, what does this mean to you? What? Does this mean to you? What does this ritual mean to you? Let me ask you today, what does this mean to you? What does the Lord keeping you all this time? The devil woulda if he coulda. And boy, I'll tell you, he shoulda, shouldn't he? But the Lord has kept you for such a time as this. Not just someday. Not just a day. I'm here to tell you for this day. Oh, God, we'll tell them the truth when they come. We'll tell them what it means to us. Listen, he said this, when, oh, I feel God all up on in here today. He said, when your children ask you, we have answers. We know him. And they want to know him. Don't you be fooled by all this foolishness out there. There's a hole in every heart. There's a hole in the world tonight that only God can fill. Only God can satisfy. Only God, and he will answer the askings. Said, be willing, be ready. Be ready. Tell your neighbor, get ready. 
I mean, this is a people God's getting ready. They're at the day now. They're in this day. He said, I think I script, I, I script a scripture. I'm going to read it before I get too excited and just run off the edge of the platform here. Well, I'm going to believe God for another camera. And I'm going to believe God uh, for uh, some folks that can turn the camera. Amen. So I just don't have to stand where I'm at. You know, they put tape up here one time. Because I tend to run off of the frame. I wish I had somebody might want to run in this house today before we get done. Amen? See, you're not doers, are you? Oh, I heard you, Pastor. I tell you, I'm running on the inside. I'm a run. I'm a run. I'm a runner for my life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, 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 you know. I'm about done with putting up, shutting up, standing up. I'm about ready to run off out of the frame that they done built for us. Are you listening? Say, God, give them another camera. You know who he's going to use, don't you? Amen. Say, God, give us another camera. So pastor can tell the truth and be free. What are you talking about? Surely you don't want me to just stand up here and hold on. Hold on, brother. Hold on. We're all just holding on. We need you to hold on, too. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Don't move too far this way. Don't move too far that way. Absolutely. The Lord says not too far to the right, not too far to the left. Honey, when he got them out of there, don't you think for a minute that they didn't stretch out? Three million people strong, 600,000 fighting men coming out. Are you listening? I mean, jackasses and donkeys and and oxen and all that. Even the roosters going, whoo-hoo! Hey! I'm free, I'm free, I'm free at last. I'm free. I wish I had somebody in here done putting up and shutting up and just done with all that stuff. You ready? Give me some room. This whole world belongs to us. The neighborhood belongs to us. The city has been given to you. The world belongs to you under the dominion of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. At your beck and call, heaven says, ask anything in my name. Somebody ought to shout in this house today. Well, Pastor, I thought you was quiet. That's because they make me stand here behind this thing and put a scratchy dog thing on me and harness me up. Hey, I ain't going to do it no more. If I'm going to be the pastor here, I'm going to be my own self. Are you hearing? I'm ready to shout. Because I'm getting ready to come out. Can I read this? Can I read the scripture that I script? 
You didn't say that right, Pastor. At least you're paying attention, for God's sake. This all right, Mama? All right. Mama says all right. Hebrews 4.10, it says, listen, not going to God was speaking, and God was moving, God was working. Listen, Hebrews says, for he who has once entered God's rest. Remember, they were weary, but he understand they were blessed. They were weary, but they were blessed because they progressively, listen, they progressively were being persuaded by God, one God at a time. One false god, idol at a time, knocked down to the ground. Well, they said, well, listen, God said, yeah, but I'm saying. And he knocked them all down to the ground, one at a time, nine times. And the final one was going to be Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Look out, you who want to set yourself up against God. And set yourself up to control and manipulate the church. Ain't gonna happen. They said we were non-essential. Oh, honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh-huh. The Pharaoh started going after a little while. Please pray for me. He was still stubborn and stupid, but he goes, hey, pray for me. <laughs> and then, you know, one God, two God, three gods. Now, please pray for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Honey, you're going to be praying for people that they wouldn't give you, the t- they wouldn't give you two cents worth of time before, but they're going to call you up and say, please pray for me. Oh, I prophesied in the name of Jesus. I don't have to see it. I just believe it. I will see it. It says, for he who has entered God's rest also has ceased from the weariness and the pain of human labors, just as God rested from those labors peculiarly his own. Now, in faith, God was saying to them, watch what God will do. Watch what I do. Verse 7, it says, again, he, God, sets a definite day, a new today. I'm reading scriptures. He sets a day. God knew from the beginning, the foundation of the world, that you and I would be here this day. And God would tell us a thing. Can He say a thing? I said, can God say a thing in this house? Again, He sets a... Aren't you glad God's an again God? Oh, won't He do it again? Say, God, do it again. Oh, the don't cry over the former house. And it was good, wasn't it? There was a glory... I mean, it was a glory. We were learning God. We were seeing God do all of these things, you know, and, and little, little things here and little things there, and miracles and healings and, and wonderful things there. But you hadn't seen nothing like God pulling out all the stops. See, they come to the day where God says, I'm going to pull the stop out, honey. And what has hindered you ain't going to hinder you no more. What has limited you ain't going to limit you no more. I'm not going to withhold one good thing. I'm going to bring the former and the latter rain to the latter house. I'm going to get me some great glory here. I'm going to show you who I really am. He sets a new day, 
a new today. And he said, today, if you would hear his voice, when you hear it, don't harden your heart. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you ain't hardening your heart. When they ask, what does this mean to you? Oh, honey, let me tell you. He said, you'll answer them that ask you. You'll answer them that ask you. It says this. It says, and although he struck the Egyptians, he spared our lives and our houses. Let me say something here. I'm going to be careful how I say this, but you know, uh, we're entering in today. When you hear me out there, you need to rightly discern the body of Christ. For this reason, many will be sick and will fall asleep among you. See, ain't going to be play here. The devil ain't playing, but neither is God. Better get yourself under the spout where the glory's coming out. The only protection, the only provision in the days ahead. Are you listening? But apart from what men can manipulate and manufacture, but the only protection is under the blood of Jesus, is under the blessing of God, is under what, what God is doing. And that's the truth. It'll come to pass. It's a weighty word. You know, the glory is a weighty, is a weighty word. It's a weighty work. Are you listening? It really is. It's to be taken seriously. Now, we have nothing to be afraid of where God is concerned. Amen. And as long as you don't go near the tree, you'll be fine. As long as you don't go near the fence, as long as you don't go over into the neighbor's yard because he hates you. He don't like you. He's come to, he, he'll bait you to kill, steal, and destroy from you. Quit playing in the devil's deal. Quit playing around with God and church. Time to take a few things seriously. Preacher, do you really think it's time? Oh, I know it's time. I know it's time. It's a different time. He spared, this is our answer, He spared our lives and our houses, me and my house. I want to speak to somebody that He spared that will give him some praise right now. I, I, I'd, like to, I, I'd like to speak somebody that, in spite of it all and through it all, you're still glad and you're grateful that he spared you. I mean, you came through COVID, but he spared you. And I mean, you came through the, the racial stuff, but he spared you. Are you listening? You came through the, you know, <laughs> all you come through. Hmm? The up, downs, all arounds. But you're still glad. And you're still grateful. Well, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the blood. I'm grateful God's still speaking, God's still moving, and God's still working. And I am grateful I'm under the blood. Oh, let me tell you right now, somebody out there right now, I heard this on my way home from the farm. It's interesting what things you can hear in an old 89 Ford truck on your way home from the farm. But I was worshiping God. I was playing that song, Same God. 
I'm calling on the God of Jacob who keeps his covenant for generations. Oh, there's something about calling. Calling on this same I heard the Lord say, said, there's somebody listening. I don't know whether it's you out there. I, I believe there's some of you out there. There may be some of you in here. But I heard the Lord say, he said, there's those that are ready to give up. He said, tell them to just give in. Give in to me. Give in to my will and my way for your life. I want to invite you right now. In the name of Jesus, just give in. Don't give up. See, give in to God. Surrender to Jesus. Pray this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I give in. I give my life to you. I heard the Lord say this, break, 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 break. I break deception off of your life. I break discouragement and despondency right now off of your life. I break depression off of you right now. Don't you dare give up. Don't you give up. Give in to God right now. Listen, if you'll just open your heart, here he comes. He's coming in. There's somebody right now underneath the sound of my voice. You need to respond to God. Give in to God. Give him. He'll take all the broken pieces, all the broken places, and he'll make you whole. He'll help you. If you did that and you meant that, let's watch what God will do. I want you to come tell me about it. I've been doing this too long. Whether people do or don't, or whether you ever find out about it, I know when God speaks. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.